it just I think that there's no right or wrong way it's Absolutely. just getting in the word and it's it's kind of part of relationship you know mm-hmm. it's it's not done the same all through the years it looks mm-hmm. different at different times hey i'm susan curry and i'm kim white welcome to the remain in him podcast as women things are thrown at us every day how will we respond We want to start the conversations that always turn us to an answer from the Lord and help us to remain in Him. Well, we're excited to be back uh, to just expand the conversation on relationship with God. We could tell that there just was so much more to say and we just wanted to keep it going. So today we're going to kind of talk about what could a time alone with God look like? And there's so many different things that people call them. Um, It could be called quiet time, Mm. devos. Yep. Uh, I think some haven't, didn't you say like a sacred time we we read somewhere? I've heard that, personal devotions. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think it's um, something that people sometimes cringe at. Oh, you're asking me to do something else or you're, you're encouraging me to, to spend time and I just don't have that time. And, um, so we're just going to, we had those same thoughts mm-hmm. uh, when when this began for us. So we're just mm-hmm. going to talk a little bit about how how it developed for us. That's, that's what we know. And we know the beauty of what came out of that. Mm-hmm. And so that's our conversation yeah. today. Well, Susan, even, I guess, even before getting there, a quiet time, uh, to each of us, you know, I think it does look a little different, but it's it's a fellowship. It's a relationship with God. And I remember thinking, you know, I think sometimes we think of it as something, oh, something else we have to do. But when you really stop and think about it, I can be so blown away that God Almighty wants to have time with us. It's really when you really stop. I mean, it really can bring tears to my eyes that that he wants to talk to us. It is so amazing that he wants and desires. It's not just on our side, but that he desires it. Doesn't that just, mm-hmm. I mean, it just really, really does blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Andrew Murray says, says, the first and chief need of our Christian life is fellowship with God. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can say it any better than that. Yeah. We need fellowship with God mm-hmm. just to make it through life. Right. So I think, you know, I remember, I mean, boy, that was back 30-some years going back with our friendship and with everything else. When we first started talking, it's like um, kind of at the same time, we, you know, and it's interesting because I think what really kind of started both of us on our journey with some of these things was we listened, or I think I got to listen to it, and then I shared it with you because you didn't get to go to the Bible study mm-hmm. that day. And it was a precious testimony of our uh, the teacher at the time in the class. She brought her aunt in, uh, who was an older woman, and she brought in a box of her uh, journals with her and it just started us looking at our quiet time much differently as I I was just so challenged I was like oh lord I want more of you I want what is this supposed you know how can this look and I think I think it's important there's not one right way mm-hmm. to do it but it was fun to explore it with you and and I think we did many things the same but we did things differently too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but that was really I think what kind of started us on that kind I of I think d- it was yeah. too and I I think that word journal is something that really scares people mm-hmm. when they hear that when you you know okay I can read you know a, a bible passage I can even pray but but 
journaling, and that's something I think we need to get into today. Yeah. yeah uh, sure. But but that's that's one of the things that's you know it is scripture reading for me, mm-hmm. at least is scripture reading. It's um, prayer time, and it, it can that can involve confession. It can mm-hmm. involve praise. Mm-hmm. It um, mm-hmm. it can involve intercession. But but journaling is also part of it for me. Right. And I think I think that time, you know, I think it's, we talked about relationship, you know, it's him talking to us and how does he speak to us? It's through the word of God. And so, um, and so we have the opportunity to start that conversation with him by kind of hearing what he wants to say to us. And so like when you read a passive passage of scripture, let's say, okay, and I think we do need to review for a second. I know we brought it up on one of the episodes, but is there um, a right way, or I guess there's really not, but what would you say as far as how much you read? Is there a place in the Bible that we should be reading? You know, I think different people feel differently. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say, like, how do you do that? Um, for for myself, we were challenged to read straight through the Bible. Uh, my husband and I were, and we did that. I've done that for a while mm-hmm. right now. I, I always read a psalm. Every mm-hmm. morning when I get quiet before the Lord, I try and still still myself before mm-hmm. the Lord so that I can hear him. And I love the scripture that says, uh, Psalm 131, 2 says, Instead, I have calmed and quieted myself like mm-hmm. a weaned child who no longer cries for its mother's milk. Yes, like a weaned child mm-hmm. is my soul within me. And mm-hmm. and that picture to me mm-hmm. is just when when a mom picks up her baby that is crying for food and that baby just is like, is is chaotic Mm -hmm. but but as soon as mom picks him him up Mm -hmm. he knows that he's going to be fed Mm -hmm. he or she knows he's Mm -hmm. that they're going to be fed and they quiet and still get Mm -hmm. still waiting you Mm -hmm. know and and uh i i can say that before the lord and say okay lord i've got chaos in my Mm -hmm. mind right now Mm -hmm. my mind's going a million different directions would you just let me be still before you and then reading a psalm takes me that next step. Right. So that's that is my f- first go to. And then you started me just recently doing a little bit of the of the Old Testament and the New. But over the years, I've done it um, many different ways. I've read a chronological Bible. It right. just I think that there's no right or wrong way it's just getting in the word and it's it's kind of part of relationship you know Mm -hmm. it's it's not done the same all through the years it looks Mm -hmm. different at different times so I think that's really cool and and when you said you're quiet in your heart that brought me back okay so like at the beginning of my quiet time it's like I think I call it it's like preparing my heart I think Mm -hmm. you talk about being is it the attitude what Mm -hmm. do you call Mm -hmm. it the, um, the attitude of my heart. Okay. Drawing close to Yeah, Lord. so I think it's that, you know, kind of getting rid of the things that, like you said, they, they, uh, I read I read once where it says the traffic of our mind. You know, it's, it's just like it for. doesn't stop. And so I think figuring out how to st- kind of just take that time. Sometimes we're in such an emotional place, and I, I would challenge women, I know I had to work through this, is sometimes we're not in a real good emotional place to go, Lord, I can't come to you right now. I have nothing. I'm not in a good place. Mm-hmm. He can handle the place that we are in, mm-hmm. where we are, and I think it's wherever we are emotionally that He wants to meet us in that place, whatever it looks like. Sometimes we're in a. a, a we remember the days of being young moms, and even now as grandparents, <laughs> when they spend the night, you're tired sometimes, mm-hmm. and so you're coming. You're sitting there, 
in a place of, and but it's taking that time to just sit with him, but to get the distractions out. Um, and then I think you have some people like, I know I, it was like, if I could have found in a book, okay, you should do a quiet time for this amount of time. Mm -hmm. I would have mm -hmm. been that person to do that. So is there a right amount of time? And I think again, that time, mm -hmm. uh, wouldn't you say for me, it looks different. I mean, I have different a, every day yes, sometimes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. De depending on my schedule. I, but what I have found is I started out very short and mm -hmm. because that relationship grew, mm -hmm. I wanted to spend more time. Right. And I and so there are some days when my schedule is so crazy that that all I have is a small amount of time, right. but other days I have more. And so again, not being legalistic about it, but but allowing your relationship will draw mm -hmm. you into something deeper. Right. And and there are and agreeing with you on the sometimes seasons of our life we need different mm -hmm. things even in how we approach scripture i call i call it living in the psalms days mm -hmm. um when i am really really struggling with something i i feel like i can't get past the psalms because they speak to my soul so much not that i don't read mm -hmm. other stuff but but there i think is finding that place where you are getting what you need mm -hmm. from the scripture that that we each we each let that relationship govern us being before the Lord. And even we were talking um, at one point about how we can be reading a scripture and it can prompt us to pray. Mm -hmm. Right. I think, oh, definitely. I think as I'm reading the word, I think it's it just brings to my mind like I can like let's say I'm in Colossians chapter three which is on Christian living and um, or in different places of the Bible where it tells us things we should be doing and I think I shared with you the the example one part uh, where it says that we are to practice hospitality and so I mean the Lord can bring to mind as I am praying scripture even that it's like oh Lord you this is a verse that like I might read a whole chapter and it's like oh that that's what I need to hear so as we're reading the word He really does speak to our hearts and it may bring us to a place the passage may be praised but in what I was just going to share it actually brought me to confession um, just asking forgiveness it was on a day I realized the Lord was calling me to be I was not in a good place of being hospitable at that time and um, I really had to ask his forgiveness and I think it's um, I think in my quiet time for me is um, you know when I'm reading the word he there's I'm always looking to see, not always, uh, I try to look to see, or he just brings the conviction very heavy down on me, is that, oh, this is something I need to ask his forgiveness of. And and I think with um, asking forgiveness of the things, I, I'll never forget a picture of, uh, so we, the girls, all three girls, um, our girls, uh, we had three girls, three and under, three, one and newborn. So I must've been a two, a couple years into that. And, and, and I'm sitting, the two big girls are sitting, we're all sitting um, in with my husband we're sitting there um, praying together and the and one of the our daughters said I ask forgiveness of all my sins and it was just like the Lord may have well said it out loud to me it was like Kim that's sometimes how you ask forgiveness is oh I just ask mm -hmm. forgiveness of all that mm -hmm. and it's like you committed these sins one by one. I need you to ask me forgiveness of these sins one by one. Yeah, but it took 
like a four-year-old too. <laughs> I don't really understand that. But um, so I think it's very much a part of my quiet time is that I, I, he shows me, and you know, obviously there are other times I need to confess, but he does show it to me in the word or praising him through the word. But the word is so rich and it, 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 it is so much a part of that relationship. And mm-hmm. I do want to ask you on this, you know, okay, so reading the word, devotionals you we you know the, mm-hmm. we call it a devotion mm-hmm. time but devotionals are very uh, popular I love them mm-hmm. I, you know there's some too. great tools mm-hmm. that we can use what are some of your favorites um Oswald Chambers oh, I, yes. I think yes, we both yes. love yes. um my utmost for his highest that's a classic but Amy Carmichael is my mm. go-to for um and and I had somebody give me a gift of of an Amy Carmichael book, uh, one of my Bible school teachers, before I went to Ireland. And it just spoke so much to me. I love everything that she's written. <laughs> mm-hmm. And see, I Andrew Murray, I, he's another one mm-hmm. of my favorites. And so I think there's very much of a place for them. I, I love to use them. But what I realized is that it can't replace my time right. with the Lord. I mean, the Lord speaks was speaking to them and that was directly to them. And so I learned from it, but he also wants me to hear directly fresh Mm -hmm. from him. And isn't it amazing? I could read the same verse every day and it can be fresh and new. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's not like, Oh, if I repeat this verse, it's, it, it, there is power. You get a different perspective. It, it, it is active and alive, and I love that. Yeah, um, you get a different perspective on the day that you're reading it yes. for for that day. And I think the the devotionals, the word I would use is it, it enhances what yes. we're reading. Yes, it's not it's not a standalone thing for me. It right. is. I'm amazed sometimes if I'm reading through a, a devotional how it speaks directly to what I just read in the Word. Mm. I don't know how the Lord does that, but He does it so often. You know, a verse that that I think of, Jeremiah 29, 13, when it says, And you will seek me and find me when Mm -hmm. you seek me, with all your heart. And yes. I think even as I'm reading scripture, it's there's this picture of, I just want to go out. It's like, Lord, I just hold on to my Bible. It's like, Lord, I just want to learn. Mm-hmm. I want to know you more. And, and I know that sounds, and there's days I don't feel that way. And, and it, you know, so I, I'm not saying I always do, but you know, those verses become very much alive to me when, because I want to go after him. I want to go into deeper relationship. And I think reading the word is just learning the character of God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, and I think of the character of God, I think sometimes the Old Testament, you know, um, I think we've both taught with young people and, and older people, I mean, different ages. But um, I remember when one young person came to me and like, what, what, okay, so what do I get out of the Old Testament? And what, like, I can read this whole chapter, and I don't see anything I'm supposed to take. I said, well, now read it with the idea of looking at it from where do you see the character of God in this chapter? And sometimes that's, for me personally, mm-hmm. it may not be that it's one verse that really stands out as mm-hmm. almost like with a highlighter mm-hmm. where he goes, this is what I really want you to meditate on. Sometimes it really is that whole chapter because that's where I see who he is and his sovereignty and, and his bigness and his love and his faithfulness. So it's almost like in a whole idea, you know, a bigger idea. So reading the word, it just has, to me, so many facets to it. Amen to that. You, I, I, we, we were talking about when, um, when should it be done, and that mm-hmm. that is, I think, one of the biggest um, stumbling blocks for some people because so often mm-hmm. it is taught it has to be done in the morning, right. and for me that is the best time. I I know that if I put it to the end of the day, it might not happen, and and yet there are times when mm-hmm. I can't get it done. Right. 
in the morning. And But I would say that's very seldom because I'm, I have learned to make it a point to do it in the morning just right. because that's my best time. But I, I went back and looked through. I, years ago, I was given this verse to memorize by, um, by somebody who was challenging me to do it in the morning, very early in the morning. While it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the go-to verse. That's, that's Mark one thirty-five. Mm-hmm. The go-to verse mm-hmm. that Jesus did in the morning, that's the right way to do it. <laughs> and, and dealing with a lot of uh, college-age students and young 20s in our ministry, they have a hard time with that, especially if they're in college and they're having the late night exams and they're right. studying and in the morning. morning and, people. <laughs> and they, yeah, and they they burnt the candle on both ends, and and so they that's a stumbling block for right, them. Right. And so I say, wherever. And when I looked at, at different times, there's also in Luke it tells us that Jesus went to the hills mm-hmm. to pray, mm-hmm. and he prayed through the night. Right. So. How many times have I done that? Not, right. not very many. <laughs> no, no. And um, but, but just, just to know, setting a, aside a time, whatever right. that time is, routine. Mm-hmm. You know, having a routine, having having a habitual time that you say, this is going to be a time that I set set aside. I've heard of people doing it on their lunch hour. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. just going into wherever they're working and and eating their lunch. Over the Bible, right? You know? And I, so, whatever works, right? And I, uh, I remember I learned um, how much it means in my life, and how much it even um, my my kids were affected by it. Our son, uh, we I homeschooled him in high school for two years um, for different reasons. But uh, I remember one day I must have been in a grumpy mood, and and our son very he was very cautious in how he said he said. So, Mom, you haven't had a chance to do your quiet time yet? <laughs> and I knew what he was saying. He said it in a very nice way. I was like, oh. So, you know, it, it does affect it just to sit before him. It, it Not that it changes like I'm this perfect person afterward, but but it does um, have to do with, with how I approach my day and just, you know, to, to really go, okay, God, you know, just to get my mind focused back on him. Uh, and I think going with the time of day too, and I think people can get um, uh, get kind of stuck on it sometimes. I, I do think one word, not of caution, but encouragement to any moms with kids. I think, you know, I think we tend to do it uh, either before they get up or during nap time, and they can mm-hmm. change. With, but sometimes our kids really need to see us doing it to practice it. Mm-hmm. I know um, my husband did it. Um, he would sit in the car before he went into the office or he would do it in the office. And our kids didn't, and that was years ago. And so they just, at the time, didn't even, well, does daddy do them? And I was like, oh, well, yes. Well, they didn't see him. So he said, oh, I need to more actively do it in front of them, like on weekends and stuff. And um, because I think kids, it is something that, that for them to understand it in the years, mm-hmm. I think there's something for um, getting to see us mm-hmm. do that. Not when they're really tiny, because then you can't really do your quiet time. But I think it's good for kids to see that mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. So, just One of the scriptures that I love is Leviticus 6.12. And it says, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. And that was spoken to, to the people of Israel, but especially to the priesthood, that they were to go in and and be sure that the altar fire did not go out, because that mm-hmm. symbolized the presence of God. And putting that in in our time you know we it's my responsibility 
to keep my fire, the fire of the Lord, mm. asking his presence into my life. Mm. And it's a daily thing. And, and um, it, it's so important that that was Leviticus 6.12. In the very next verse, is said like this, the fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. Mm. It must not go out. It was repeated. And it's repeated throughout scripture. And, and that, that picture of God is the fire and the presence. Mm. Is, is just so beautiful to me that that I need to stoke the fire. Right, I need right. to be stirring up the fire so that so that I can burn brightly for the Lord, so mm-hmm. that His presence can flow through me. Mm. Oh, I love that. I think um, I think before we kind of close our time today, I would like to come back to that topic of journaling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you know, to. it's 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 one of those things that um, we. I know we both know that many people that go, no way, I'm not doing mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that, again, not that there's one right way. And I know both of us do it. But I think it's, um, it can be, I think just if it's to be meant to encourage someone that might be on the fence about it, like, you know, maybe I should. Maybe. And again, no one right way to do it. Um, and even for, uh, for you how and I. How do you do it? How, just what's the, the mechanics of how of, you do it? Um, what do you write? Okay, typically, now see, again, that, that may look different. Like mm-hmm. um, right now, I write out more prayers, not always. Um, mm-hmm. But usually after I've read a passage, I will, um, there usually is a handful of verses that just almost mm-hmm. pop off the pages. And I write those verses out. And I really just meditate on those and mm-hmm. I pray on those and whatever God's saying to me. And so then whether it's, you know, that it's uh, like to, this morning, I, I remember just writing just out a prayer of, of how I want to apply what I was reading and what he really had um, laid on my heart. So, um, but sometimes it's it, it's not prayer. Sometimes it's as I meditate on the word, what just really is laid on my heart, and um, maybe even from that time, it's like the Lord prompts me to to call someone, text someone, mm-hmm. uh, maybe try to make a lunch date. It's like different. He'll lay different people, just things that I need to spend more time thinking on. Or just to be concentrating more on his faithfulness that day, but um, so, but those are kind of some of the th- usually scripture. A lot of times, it's prayer to answer mm-hmm. the main part of it. Mm-hmm. What about you? I I always start. I I date it, and then I um, this has been pretty much how I have done it. This changed somewhat at times, but but I always put out whatever passages mm-hmm. I read so that I can know where I was right. on that day. Right. And then, like you yes. said, I would put out something that maybe really stood out to me. And then maybe how it applies to me mm-hmm. or what the Lord is speaking to me. And then I, I try and sit and listen mm-hmm. and, yes. and just say, Lord, what what yeah. are you saying to me? And it doesn't happen all the time, but, but sometimes he will give you that special word that... Um, really takes that application deeper mm-hmm. and and I know um, I'll just tell how how it's worked for me over the years I'm number one I'm very careful that if I'm praying um, I think we both have said this in the past that careful about what we write in in our books that mm-hmm. that if um, if you are praying for somebody mm-hmm. and if they were to find your book which is uh, you know that they they wouldn't uh, be hurt or right. you oh, know yes. misunderstand right. um, even the prayers and so being careful not uh, but but at the same time when God gives you those special times there was a time when you and I um, were prayer partners mm-hmm. and 
it was a time when, when my husband Kelly was away from the Lord before we went to Ireland. And I never saw what was going to come out of all mm -hmm. of this. But I, I know that passage in Jeremiah where it would say, I know the plans I have mm. for you. The Lord would give that to me different ways just when I would yeah. sit and listen. And he, would, he might just give me a portion of it. And right. he would say, um, I, I know the plans. I still know the plans right. some days. Or he would say, they're plans for, for good and not for harm. And I would just write down what I heard him say. And over the uh, later on, when Kelly came back to the Lord, it was funny. He asked me, "What do you write in that little book?" And I told him. <laughs> and amazingly, he he just we were at a marriage conference, and he went and got a, a journal, and just started doing it. And wow. it really, really irked me a little bit <laughs> because you and I had worked so hard to learn how to hear God and, and he picked it up to, quickly and he picked it up and, and but but and and then he was telling me what the Lord had spoken to him and I knew it was right and mm -hmm. so but but I was able to go back and say look this is this is what the Lord told me this was the hope that he mm -hmm. gave me you know as I was sharing how how the Lord had used the journal and so it's not for everybody but it's a tool that i mm. love mm. i know that it's one that has grown me deeply yes, me and um so I, have, I would encourage anybody to try right. it who hasn't right i know for me i it's i think i look at um it's it's almost what i have to leave to my kids i've got a drawer full of them and they're tied with bread ties <laughs> those little things and um and they're dated for the year and like you said you're cautious in what's put in there as far as the prayer request sometimes but i do want number one for for me it shows through the years you know it's like so if somebody's saying well why would you still why I, I, to me it shows his faithfulness mm -hmm. the answers to prayer through the years and i want my kids to see this mm -hmm. because this is our you know this is what you know just what he was doing through all these years as we were raising our kids and i want them to have that and and just to see just it it has truly i just recently went back to find something and just sat there in tears um, on the floor, just going, wow, Lord, your faithfulness, mm -hmm. your faithfulness through all these years. And, you know, and I think, you know, it's like that when people say, you know, has he, has he never, you know, um, when you look back, even through the tough times, that he was there. And, and did you ever feel like he wasn't? And it's like, yes, you may feel that way. But when you look back and see in your journals, wow. Mm -hmm. You were carrying me through through this mm -hmm. time, and I couldn't see it. But now, as I see what's written and everything, so it is just to me. Um, it's, it's love letters, really. It, they really it's they love are. Letters oh, that's from a beautiful. The Lord. Yes, it is. And and that that even makes me think about praying scripture. Um, that that um, it's a way also of praying scripture. If if I find a promise, or I find um, maybe I'm struggling with something, mm -hmm. and I find a promise in the Word. I, I like to put it in my journal so that I can go back and know that on this day, right. the Lord gave me this promise or the Lord encouraged me this way. And um, and it also grant, grounds me that I'm mm -hmm. not just praying, you know, foolish prayers or just really, um, you know, not listening to them. If I know that the scripture has said it, it gives me something to stand on when I'm not seeing his answers and and it's a loving way that mm -hmm. we can that that I connect with them right and I think just uh, as we wrap up I think even looking at um to do remain in him the process of this when I look at my journal from 
really mm-hmm. when we first started talking about it, sometimes what I write in there is, Lord, Lord, am I hearing you correctly? It's questions. Mm-hmm. It's it's going, and then just to watch that as he then through the word will really lay things on my heart to really solidify you're hearing me keep praying. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like those mm-hmm. encouraging, you know, that Abba Father, he is there in relationship with mm-hmm. us. And um, so I just, you know, I think this has been a, a just kind of a, a very personal road for right, you and right. I. And we want you all to enter into that. You may have questions. You may have some things that you um, have work for you, tools that work, or or um, just a testimony that you may want to share in the comments. And so we look forward to those. Uh, but there is always, you know, that person that maybe they've gotten away from uh, just having that quiet time or they really want to start it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And and I find that we're kind of getting into a place where we, we kind of like just to lift them up in prayer mm-hmm. for those that are listening. So Susan, can you just kind of to wrap us up in, in, in just encouraging the ladies? Lord, we just praise you, Lord of the universe, creator of the heaven and earth, of everything, Lord. We, we love you, and we, we just pray right now. I can't think of any better prayer to pray than that you would take each one of us as we seek you. You promise to be found, mm. and you promise that you will uh, draw us deeper into relationship with you. And, Lord, I just pray that each of us would do our part, that we would keep the fire on the altar burning continuously. Mm. Let it not go out. And we just pray this in the name of our risen Savior, in Mm. the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We're so thankful that you've joined us as we've discussed ways that each of us can deepen our relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're looking forward to hearing from you in the comments and reviews. Don't forget to subscribe. And remember, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at He Is Your Life. Until next time, remain in Him.